The birds. <laughs> Sound like Pee Wee Herman. What's up, Dave? Ralph, happy Wednesday, my man. Happy spring break. For you? Happy spring break for you? It's not a happy spring break for me. The universe is out to get me. The universe hates you right now. I I woke up today with a headache and a sore throat, and I'm congested. And so... I'm wearing a mask right now because (laughs) Ralph has COVID. No, Dave's convinced he's immune, and we're in the garage, I and we're right. open air, yeah. and this is at least six feet, and, and we're, to- and we're not going to make out tonight. Cigars, oh. <laughs> now you tell me. And cigars. How uh, else was I supposed it, to get you over here? It's true. It, you tease. <laughs> it's uh, scientifically backed. If you smoke cigars, you're not going to get COVID. Is that what it is? Yeah. Then how would I have ever got George it? Burns. Remember George Burns? Yeah, he didn't get he COVID. Never get COVID. Oh, interesting. Smoke cigars daily. Mark well, Twain. The fact of the matter is, it's my spring break, and tonight we were going to be having a sick garage party. We are in the garage. We were going to be Dave, hanging. Dave from has the a rafters. beverage. Yeah, we were going to be swinging around up there. Dave has a beverage. Dave has a cigar. I'm drinking water. Um, I did go in and get my first COVID test today yeah. because this has always been my theory. My theory has always been. Uh, Staying home for, you know, when you aren't sick, like you feel healthy. Yeah. Staying home, the quarantining thing seems dumb. But if I don't feel good, I'll stay home. Fair. And I'll go get a COVID test to make sure it's COVID. I have a feeling. I just have a cold. You got a feeling. That Ralph only has a cold. It's just a cold. He's Um, just a little (laughs) sniffly. So I... We'll get my results to... It's not COVID! It's just a cold! Okay, I'm done. So I will be getting my results either tomorrow or uh, Friday, and I'm assuming they'll be negative, and then I can go on living my life. Because as a teacher, you are always... I don't want your life. You've sidetracked me. Um, As a teacher, you're always, like, just this much sick. You know, you always have a little sniffle. You always have a little tickle because you're around like little germ factories all day long and they're like sneezing on you and coughing on you and stuff. Is that why my civics teacher always had a little something in his coffee yep. to sell him through the day? <laughs> there could be a lot of reasons Mr. for that. Mr. Galeska. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it funny how you remember those names? I remember my elementary school gym teacher, Mr. Echelmeyer. Mr. Plumadol. And we called him Mr. Evilmeyer. Oh. Uh, here's a good story. I showed up one day. I got the regulators. They were like the Reebok pumps, sure. But it was the cheap version. It was the the LA Gear version. Oh, LA you Gear. You know, I, I couldn't get the Reebok ones; those were too expensive. Sure. But I got the pumps. I or I got the uh, the regulators. regulators. I showed up one day and I was all excited about them, and kids were like, "Oh, Ralph got the regulators," you know that kind of thing. And I was not cool. I was like a you know chubby little kid, whatever. Yeah. And Mister Evilmeyer says to me, "Ralph." It's the man that makes the shoes, not the shoes that make the man. <laughs> and I was just demoralized. Why do you have to say that to me? I was in like third grade, dude. It just seems mean, you know? 
Anyway. It's a life lesson, though. It is kind of funny to think back about all those uh, all those high school teachers and elementary school teachers' yeah. names. I had a teacher named Miss Gross. Oh, yeah. When I was in third grade. I had a math teacher named Mr. Bright. Mr. Bright? Yep. Oh, he sounds like a smart guy. <laughs> I had an art teacher named Mr. Pencil. Come on, no Made you that up. Okay. Um, the the uh, doctor who took out my wisdom teeth. Doctor. <laughs> Can't even say it. Wait a minute. Oh, okay. I might be mixing stories, but there is a doctor whose name is Dr. Richard Tapper, and he goes by Dick. Dick Tapper. Yes. Just tap it in. Yes. That's what he goes by. Ridiculous. That's great. Hey! This is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. Yeah, I'm Dave. I'm Ralph. And we are doing this a lot earlier. We're super early. The sun yeah. is shining. Birds are chirping. The plan was for us to meet up and uh, oh, I go that's the get other my thing. Uh, suit mm-hmm. fitted, um, but Ralph couldn't make it. Yes, Dave, um, my my newest groomsman, and Ryan, my other newest yep. groomsman, uh, were gracious enough to go get fitted for suits for the wedding. Yeah. And I was supposed to go with them tonight, and then we were going to get a burger at Parlor, which yeah. is an epic burger. You owe me we a still, burger. Yeah, we should, I, well, I was going to treat you guys as a thank you for... Uh, joining the party, but, but then you he know, had to go, and then cause... I got you know, and then I got all COVID monstery. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. So we were supposed to do that. I was also supposed to go tomorrow with Zach, Travis, and Christian. Yeah. Well, now I don't know if I'll have my results, and, and Zach has to coach <clears throat> lacrosse, and there was a there was a family thing for yeah. one of the other guys. So it's all just this whole big, just this whole big thing. It just kind of feels like a rough week. Spring break. And and it's so. This is the perfect night. I yeah. you know. Minnesota has its ups and downs mm-hmm. weather-wise. I think you'd agree, Dave. This is an up. This 100%. is perfect. Yeah. We're talking 65, you know, medium humidity. Like, it is just noise. Sun shining, birds Sun shining, yep. Yeah, it's Definitely. great. Um, we actually have a ton of con- I have a ton of content tonight. <laughs> I Good. should rephrase. I have a ton of I content. I got some content, too. Um, oh, do you? Yeah, I got Yeah, a because I reminded you, you have a rookie draft. Yeah. So well, you have a rookie draft too. You just yeah. I just, hey, I made a move that I'm very excited about. So um, I'll, I'll get to that. Third round rookie moves. You know, yeah, you can't man. can't can't, uh, can't Whoa. bugs <laughs> really came out of nowhere. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so uh, we have a rookie draft that has begun, mm-hmm. and actually, it may have ended by now. Is it over, or is it still Not finishing sure. up? It's in the fifth round. Um, we have. Um, I have my big money draft startup is in the, I believe, 18th round. Okay. Uh, so I've got some stuff to talk about there. Uh, as part of that, I have some some uh, draft and fantasy league etiquette to discuss with you, some scenarios to ask you about and get your opinion on. Uh, I believe you have some keep trade drop ready to go. You okay? What's going on? Yeah, Dave's I just looking very concerned. I just had a, a trade offer from one guy. Speaking of which, I have some great trade talk uh, situations as well. Marquise Brown mm-hmm. for Kyle Pitts. What? No, and then Come he on. also is offering. He want he's offering Juju for Kyle Pitts. I wouldn't trade Pitts for both of them. No. Is it tight end premium? It's our league. Yeah. I, I don't remember the scoring of this. Like you're talking about Corona. Yeah. So you just drafted Pitts, and they think they're going to get him for table scraps. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, we you have some keep trade drop, and then I've got some trades to go through. I actually 
may I successfully made a trade and almost made another one in a league where I'm having a hard time getting some stuff going. Um, and we'll take it from there. How's that sound? Sounds great. Would you like... Oh, before you step away so that I can give the mystery phrase. Yes. Um, last night, I watched Draft Day. Did you? Uh, I'll watch it closer to the actual draft. Cl- well, I'll watch it again, but Claire keeps uh, kept saying, like, you can watch it. It's okay. Like, I'll, I'll watch Draft Day. I'm like, I'm not going to make you watch it. Last night, I wasn't feeling very well, and we got home from... We finally did Easter dinner last night with my parents, and uh, and I'm like, yeah, let's watch it. And so the whole time, she's she's like, so this movie just doesn't make any sense, does it? <laughs> he traded away... Um, spoilers coming for the movie if you if you haven't seen it and want to. So or fast sure you, forward a couple seconds. Fa- yeah, fast forward like 30 seconds. But she's like, he could have gotten Vontae Mack at 7. And instead he traded away all these picks to get him at 1. And then just got bailed out by somebody who was being an idiot. You yeah. know, something along those lines. I'm like, well, yeah, that's exactly what happened. And then I thought, imagine... Imagine if you... If you were, I mean, if you're talking fantasy, if you were to give away your first round picks, if you were to give away 1-7 and your first next year and your first the year after that to get to 1-1 where Trevor Lawrence is the assumed pick. All day. And you take Jalen Waddle that you could have had all along <laughs> from your spot. Yeah. Nobody's bailing you out. Well. Jalen Waddle, no somebody, matter what. Somebody could bail you out. I don't know. But yeah, it's just such a great. It's not great, but it is great. Oh, it is great. It's great. And it really gets you in the mood for drafting, too. So if you haven't seen it, I recommend it. And um, I highly recommend it. Yeah. It's great. It's amazing. Um, all right, you want to step away? And P. Diddy's in it? I yes. Mean, come on. It's got quite the... It, it's got P. Diddy. It's got Sam Elliott. Jennifer Garner. It's got Jennifer... Well, she's a main, she's a main character. I was just yeah. talking about kind of the, the oh, side guys. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, Andre from Dexter, the victim of the Skinner that uh, that uh, Deb dates in uh-huh. season th- two. I gotta rewatch. Or three? Yeah, I know it it's holds up. You also have the uh, you also have the head guard from Prison Break is in there as one of the scouts. Yeah. You didn't watch Prison Break? No. You are missing out, my friend. Michael yeah. Schofield, come on. Sorry. Okay. Well, anyway. Um. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a good one. It's a good one. All right, get out of here. And while you're walking away, I'll think of a mystery phrase. (laughs) Make sure you earmuff it once you get out there. Yeah, I'll be in your yard. Okay. You could go to the window and say hi to Kona. Okay. Can Dave hear me? I don't know if he can. Hello, Dave? Okay, I think we're safe. All right, for the mystery phrase... Uh, it's going to be something about um, my COVID test. So I'm thinking something like nasal swab. Something like nasal swab. I think I can get him to say it. Um, it'll be interesting to see if that can come up naturally in conversation. I'm giving myself a little bit of a challenge this week. But we're going to go for uh, either nasal swab or spit test something having to do with uh with uh, getting tested for covid that's where we're going with this all right dave i'm done i don't know if you can hear me or not all right so we've got some things to go through tonight um let's start with 
Actually, there's nothing I can start up without Dave. Dave! Dave! Come on, Dave! Okay, Dave's coming. So let's start with this. So I will mention, before before I do anything else, I'm going to mention that... I had to water your garage. Oh, God. With the... When it's bright out? How embarrassing. My neighbors are going to call the cops. Um... I could I could have gotten you like a I could have like held up a held up a towel behind you. No or need. Um, it was better you didn't know what was happening. So let's start with this. Dave's got some new uh, cigar accoutrement tonight. I do. Um, ready to go. He he brought that little Viking skewer. I'm excited to see that thing. Stogie in, stick. In Stogie stick. Yeah. I forget. I, oh, it's sharp. <laughs> yeah. Careful. Remember the, when I didn't know how you actually stuck it in? Yeah, You're the, like, oh, it has a cover on it. The condom's off. Did it fall? I came off when I took it out. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Okay, so uh, he's got that thing, and then he's got, yep. uh, t- what's that little contraption this again? This is called a humidimeter. Which I'm pretty sure is a word Dave made up. Well, it says it right on there. Oh, humidimeter. humidimeter. Oh, humidimeter. Yeah. Cigar medics. Wow, there's all sorts of. So basically what this little words. doodad is, and it's genius. So it's got a top that pops off. There's two prongs on there. And you turn the thing on. The two prongs stick in to the open end of the cigar. Mm -hmm. And what this will do is it will measure the humidity of your cigar. Because if it's under 60% humidity, it's going to crack. It's brittle. It's not a good smoke. It'll burn Burn, unevenly. Burn too unevenly, too fast probably. Yep. If it's too humid, if it's over 70%, it's going to be wet. It's too moist. Uh, you run the chance of mold happening. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And since I got my new humidor, the problem I'm running into is it's so big that I first had one um, called a Boveda pack. It uh, emits humidity for your humidor. So that wasn't enough. So mm. I got the thing you got me. That was in the other one that I had, mm-hmm. the, the gel stuff, mm-hmm. and that still wasn't enough. So what I did was to season it, I it came with a little uh, little tub thing, a little plastic tub, and you put distilled water in it, and that's actually how you season the humidor Okay, is because that gets the humidity up <clears throat> in the humidor to where you need it to be, and then you can put all the cigars in. The problem was is that all the cigars I put in – ate up all the humidity so it it's the cigars soak up the humidity of the humidor so the humidity level went down so i had to add in more but it's electric right but so it doesn't it, regulate humidity though it just oh. regulates temperature oh but is humidity is what you want regulated though right so you still have to deal with the humidity yeah. part yeah well that's a pain the ones that regulate the humidity are a little bit more spendy than i want yeah i can imagine i guess so as long but, as I because I, what I was picturing was you plug it in and it's doing everything to keep it an ideal environment. In yeah, there. that would be perfect. But, but I mean, I guess the temperature is. But I mean, the humidity is more important than the temperature. Well, the right? temperature is pretty pretty important too. But like, if you have it in your basement, the temperature is probably going to be fine. No, it'd be too cold. At least mine is. I have a cold. Hmm. There's a, a certain temperature they've got to sit at. And there's a certain humidity they've got to set up. So there's, it's got to be that perfect, the, the, what they call the Goldilocks, like with earth. 
with all the planets. Oh, this one's just right. That yeah, kind of a deal. exactly. So, so it's got to be just right. Earth with the planets. What, what are you talking about? Yeah, we're a, like a Goldilocks planet. We're just right to maintain life. Not too cold, not too hot. A Goldilocks I forgot, planet. I forgot, I've never heard that. I before. forgot if that's actually the term, but it's something along those lines. I've never heard that before. Yeah. It makes sense though. Yeah. Earth would be a Goldilocks planet. Yeah. And the only so, one. So what this is Unless nice. One of those weirdos who believes in aliens. So I've been testing <laughs> I've been testing my cigars just to make sure they're good with this bad boy. Uh-huh. And uh, it's it's been working pretty good. I showed you the humidity of this guy, and it was spot on at sixty four. So Spold that's perfect. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. So how yeah. spendy are we talking for the ones that actually monitor everything? Talking like over a thousand bucks. Yeah, so I saw a video of a guy with... He's pretty sweet though. Yeah. I mean, that's the dream, right? Yeah, this guy's humidor, he said, was 2300 bucks. I could find the video. It's like, it's probably 10 levels. And then he had another thousand dollars plus worth of cigars in it. I showed Molly, she's like, why would anybody need that many cigars? <laughs> And on the tip of my tongue was, why would someone need this many LuLaRoe pants that they never wear? Luckily, I kept that in my mouth. Yeah, that was that was a safe bet. To I not, just walked yeah, away. Yeah, you didn't want to. You didn't want to pick do that. your battle, sir. Uh, yes, I understand. Um, well, and it's like I mean, it's gotten. I mean, once it's your hobby, I mean, mm-hmm. you're collecting. You know, how many times... Oh, embarrassing. That's okay. Um, how many times have people said, you know, what, what, what do you need 40 fantasy leagues for? Right. Well, shut up, you know? I just had that conversation with a guy who uh, proposed a trade to me, and I didn't see it for eight days. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm in a few leagues. He's like, how many leagues? I said, I'm in 14 and sleeper. He's like, I'm only in four, and that's a lot. How do you do it? I'm like, apps. Yeah, I mean... You, you do what you got to do. If it's your favorite thing, it's your favorite thing. Right. Um, so cigars are kind of like that for you now. So you, it's, a, it's a collection. You know, you probably have some that, you know, are a little more expensive that you're saving for a, for a rainy day. I have some that I just give to my dad whenever because every time he comes over, he wants a cigar now. So he's got his own bunch. Nice. That I just give to him. It's awesome. Yeah. So and I have you, And I have you to thank for it. <clears throat> You're welcome. You turned me on to it. Yeah, I just I just wanted to smoke a cigar one day when the weather was nice. And here and here we are. You're just you've gone. You crazy. created a monster. Created sir. a monster. All right, let's get into it. So uh, can, we, can we start? We should start with the Corona rookie draft. Well, I was going to start with the trade that happened. Oh yeah, actual NFL news. I guess yeah, this actual NFL stuff. Sure, 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 sure. Because sure, this sure, is sure. kind of a big one. Yeah. And I think it's an important trade, too. Okay. I'm talking about Sam Darnold Mm -hmm. going from the Jets to the Panthers. Yep. And this has a ton of implications. It does. Um, So the original deal, I just had it. Where'd it go? I don't think it involved a first, did it? It didn't. It was like two seconds and a third or something? So it was a a second and second and fourth rounders in 2022 – and a sixth rounder this year. That's nothing. So the talk is that it pretty much I mean it pretty much guarantees that the Jets take a quarterback with the number two pick. Yes. And I have a feeling that's Wilson. I get my guess is that's what most people think mm-hmm. at this point. It also takes it would probably take the Panthers 
out of the running for a quarterback right at their pick which is a little bit later isn't it uh-huh. is it 15 are they the ones at 15 i think Am they're I remembering I that think right they're in the top 10 actually oh. I'm not sure, though. So they wouldn't get one of the top, top guys anyway, but it kind of takes them out of the running for even trading back because they put their assets into Sam Darnold, Mm -hmm. who, remember, is barely 23. He's actually younger than Joe Burrow. He will be 24 years old when the season starts. He's younger than Joe Burrow. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. And he's he's been in the league now. They, um, Carolina will pick up his fifth-year option. Okay. And so they were talking on one of the pods I listened to about how he's been bad. Like, statistically, of the guys who get to continue starting, he's the worst. Yeah. Um, but he's still so young, and he was under that gaze gaze. That's what I wanted. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you never know. Uh, it could it could end up being... And I have no idea how it's going to... I would think, you know, he's played with Robbie Anderson before, so that could be good. But yep. I don't know how it would affect guys other than that. Other and, than about 25 dump-offs to C-Mac a game. Yeah, and, I mean, C-Mac's going to be a big winner with this, I believe, because he's going to be catching them left and right from Darnold. It's going to be awesome. So. But a big loser is my guy, Teddy. Hey, so he's most Teddy. Hey, Teddy. I'm in a few. want to come to my birthday party? <laughs> or, hey, Teddy, don't you want to come back to Minnesota? And make Kirk Cousins live under a bridge in a box. So I'm, I'm in a few Minnesota Damn Vikings it. fans' Facebook pages. Of course you are. And there's a groundswell of support for Bridgewater coming back because okay. they hate Cousins as much as you do. Yeah. Even though statistically... He's not a winner. He's not a winner, Dave. We've been over this. So this... uh He's so pointy. You know, he could go to Denver. Think about that. Him and Denver, they don't like Drew Locke. His nose is so pointy, it's like he's been lying every day for Not Cousins to Denver. I mean, oh. Bridgewater to Denver. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's fine. And then... I mean, I'm not blown away by Bridgewater either, to be honest, but he's a guy. <laughs> He's just a guy, Jake. I thought you were setting up. That was the mystery thing. No, that wasn't the mystery thing. I just That's got why gi- I, I just got giggly. He's just a guy, Jake. We actually got a, a lot of support for that one. That may be the most the the most liked thing we've ever done on. Yeah, here. yeah. That was the, one of the top moments on Trips Right with Ralph and Dave, I think. And I, in my mind, I'm the one who did it, and then I listened back, and it was totally you, and it yeah, made me really okay. sad, because I thought I thought it was me. It's not a contest. Yeah, no, but it was, and you won. <laughs> All right, any other NFL news? Yeah, so I have a, another uh, little thing um, that I found on the internets. Okay. So, this is the first time in the common draft era which was 1967, that five quarterbacks selected in the top three overall picks will be playing for a different team in the next season. Darnold, Trubisky, Goff, Wentz, and Stafford are all going to be on different teams. So guys who were taken number one switch to a new team in the same season. In the top three picks. Top three picks, yeah. Are going to be on a new team. Interesting. Yeah. 
And then I, I also one of those guys should not have been taken right. that high. So, and then I have uh, teams with the most 2021 draft picks. This will be a fun little game. Mm-hmm. You can guess who has the most. One team has 11. Hey, who has 2021 picks? Just picks in general. Okay. So one team has 11. One, two, three, four, six teams have 10, <clears throat> and six teams have nine. The one with 11 must be the uh, Dolphins. No. They're one of the 10s? No. They're not? No. What happened? All right, well, I'm done guessing. Why don't you just tell us? It's Why the, don't you it's, just tell me? It's the Eagles. What movie you want to see? What? The Eagles. The Eagles. The Eagles have 11. Oh, they need them. Yeah. Okay. My Vikings have 10. Packers have 10. Patriots, Cowboys, Jags, and Jets all have 10. Okay. And the Browns, Titans, Niners, Chadges, Falcons, and Broncos have nine. Okay. Well, yeah. great. Yeah. And then that I saw. horrible to try to guess all those. Yeah. And then I saw one other little nugget. It was in honor of opening day for baseball. A look at some notable names that were drafted in both the NFL and baseball. Like throughout history? Yeah. That were drafted in both? Yeah. There's some surprising names that I, mean, I didn't I, know. I mean, I know Deion Sanders. Yep. And I know Bo Jackson. Yep. And I know... Um, I'm telling you, there's some surprises. Kyler Murray. Yep. And uh, what about... Uh, oh, what about... Um, oh, nope, nope. I'm not going to get that one. Yeah, that's all I'm going to come up with. Patty Mahomes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was the... He had to settle for just buying the Royals. (laughs) He was uh, drafted in the 37th round in 2014. Hmm. Uh, Tom Brady, did you know that? No. He was drafted in the 18th round in 95. Okay. Uh, Jameis Winston was actually 15th round. Really? Russell Wilson... He was drafted uh, in the fourth round wow. in the MLB. How many rounds are in the MLB draft? A lot. But they get drafted before they go play in college, right? Yeah. Isn't that the deal? Yeah, they get drafted young. Like, it's weird. Brady was drafted in 95 in MLB and drafted in 2000 in the NFL. Yeah, it's super weird. Yeah. I've never understood that. Isn't hockey similar? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, actually, too. Sorry, I don't recognize that name. 43rd round. John Elway. <laughs> Was drafted in the second round. Okay. Golden Tate. Oh. Did you know that? No. No, I didn't either. Okay. Shaq Thompson. Okay. Played baseball. Oh. Michael Vick. Oh. Also played baseball. Oh. Kenny Stabler. Okay. Also played baseball. All right. Dante Culpepper. Oh, you don't say. Did you know that? No, but I'm doing the roll thing. In the 26th round. Do you have a name for that, the rolling thing? I don't know. He just did it, The though. tiny hands roll? <laughs> he did the tiny hands. Is that a comment on my tiny hands? No, his. He had, because he But do you remember how it wasn't smooth at all? He yeah. did, like, a herky-jerky yeah, thing? Yeah, it was herky-jerky. It was, like, square wheels. It was a herky-jerky mambo. <laughs> herky-jerky mambo. Now, there's then, a team name. Lastly, Dan Marino. Let's do the herky-jerky mambo. Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Yeah, <laughs> he was drafted in the fourth round in 79 and then 27th overall in 83. Wow. Nice. Just little food I appreciate for thought. you sharing that with me. That's yeah, very interesting. I was I was like seeing little nuggets. That's quite a nugget. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm, like that. I'm full of nuggets. Okay. Any other news? That's all I got. All right, let's get I into I saved uh fifteen percent on my car insurance with Geico. <laughs> did you really? Nope. Oh. Um Claire did. 
and she said it was very stressful to try to figure it out. <laughs> That's my whole thing with switching insurances. I I'm worried that I'm gonna like not be covered in the switch. I'm not gonna be covered yeah. for something I should be covered on because I've just had the same insurance forever. I have two. Two what? I have I have also had the same insurance. Oh, forever. That's okay, what I mean. gotcha. Um, all right, so we had a uh, rookie draft that started. Yeah, we there was some pressure from uh, everyone that not everyone in the league, but <laughs> yeah, hey, why don't we just start now? So the reasoning was me and Kurt owned the first round, <laughs> yeah. so we might as well just get the players we want, and then the rest would just be a crapshoot. So this is Corona Made Dynasty. Yes, I um, just entered into this league. I took over a team. Oh, that's right, you did. Yeah. Oh, you did. And I made a bunch of trades. Um, so this is a 12-team league. This is a tiered PPR, mm-hmm. 0.255 and 1. Let me get to tight end. Um, and then... Start to tight end as well. Start to tight end as well. Mm-hmm. So tight ends are valuable. Yes, they and are. And we'll get to that in a second. You sure will. So I... Uh, where did you finish last season? Oh, you took this over in the off season, so you don't even remember. So probably. my team had the fourth pick. So not great. Towards the bottom. Uh, my team, I thought, was set up to do well, and then <laughs> did not. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we fell apart at the end. I took Mahomes uh, early on, and then I don't remember where I traded all my picks. But basically, my first pick was three seven. Yeah. Uh, and I don't have my first in twenty twenty two either. So I'm pretty my sure. Does, I think. What's that? I think my team has it. Yeah, it sounds about right. But I'm pretty sure I was making moves to try to push myself over the top here, and it didn't end up working. Yeah. I may have acquired Higgins for a pick, and I'm pretty sure I got Adams thinking that would push me over the top. So, you know, my team's good, but I ended up getting knocked out in the semifinals, which was sad. That is sad. Yeah. Hence so. your 10 uh, pick. Hence my, yeah, hence my pick. So, um, so going to the draft, you and Kurt, so you started acquiring firsts, when you took this team over, right? Yeah, you kind of I just clean a house right away. Yeah. Do you remember any of the picks that any of the trades that got you first? I off really don't off the top of my head, no. But basically, we had Kurt with one, 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 two, uh, one, nine, t- and ten, and then you had one, three, one, five, one, seven, one, eight. 111 and 112. Yeah. So this was like ridiculous. It was just the two of you basically. Just playing with each other. Yeah. And the guy <laughs> the guy that had 14 I was in uh, I was trying to get a uh, his pick which was yours originally. It was so it was mine originally. Wanna beer bad had it. And I was trying to get it for wanna beer bad and he said it was unfinagleable. Oh, and then he traded it. Liar! He got yeah. One up, beer he got, bad. Shame he got on Hawkinson you. for it. Uh, well, I mean, two tight end league, so there's that. So and he probably figured he wasn't getting pits at that pick anyway. Yeah, and I was convinced that the guy that I was trying to talk to was gonna was wanted pits. But you already had one three. Yeah, and I, okay. wanted, I was greedy. I wanted all the picks. Right, but you knew you were taking pits at 1-3, Without right? a doubt, okay. yes. Unless, because you figure, I mean, we know Kurt well enough to know Kurt's going to take two quarterbacks. Especially with the team that he had with his big rebuild. Yeah. It looks great right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I 
I've always, I mean, granted, I get rookie fever hard, but mm-hmm. every time I've had a team where I've had a ton of rookie picks, I always love the team right after. Yeah. It's funny how that works. It's funny how that works. All right, so at 1-1 and 1-2, Kurt goes Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, and, and then it was, was you at 1-3. And that was predictable that was that was predictable, definitely. Um, so then at 1-3, I went with Kyle Pitts. And the guy that took uh, Jamar Chase at 1-4, mm-hmm. I was convinced he traded up to get Pitts. But he said that Chase was his guy all along. I think he panicked because everyone said that guy needed quarterbacks. Hmm. He could have got a quarterback. And I thought he was going to take Wilson, <coughs> to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. And he didn't. He didn't. He took Jamar Chase at 1-4. So at 1-5, I got Zach Wilson. So if he had taken Wilson, who would you have taken? Would you have taken Chase? Like, was it just a flip-flop for you? Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you assume that Lance was going to fall a little further for you? Was he on your plans all along? Well, he was in my plans, too. Yeah. So what was nice was at 1-6, Najee Harris went. Always nice when a... When a running back goes, mm-hmm. yeah. So then I, I mean, was, depending on the look of your team, but if yeah. you guys, you and Kurt, I'm assuming you're both in full rebuild, so yeah. running backs aren't quite as helpful. Well, speaking of that, I took NTN. Yeah, but he's also seven. because he'll be a pass catching back. He's probably got a little more right. longevity to his career. Would yep. be my guess. So uh, I went Etienne at uh, one seven, and then Trey Lance at one eight. Yep. Uh, so then we get to Kurt. He took Devonta Smith and Rashad Bateman. He went back-to-back wide receivers. If he had left Bateman, would he have been one of your next picks? Uh, honestly, the Minnesota I, connection or no? I was I was really hoping for Waddle. Okay. Instead of Bateman. Um, okay. And spoiler alert, I got him. I mean, I feel like most. I mean, the majority of people would take Waddle first, but the Minnesota homerism. I didn't know if you'd prefer. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. So then at um, – I had 111, 112 back-to-back. Yeah. So I went Javante Williams, another top running back in the draft, to shore up my rookie running backs. And then I got Waddle at 112. Okay. So I was very happy with how that went for me. And then Kurt gets to the beginning of the second round, and my mm-hmm. guess is he was very happy with this. He got Rondell Moore all the way at 2-1. Yeah. And then Pat Fryermuth, who is a beast. He is a beast. At uh, – at 2-2. Two, two. So then we had Tadog! Uh, Tadog took Mac Jones, who's built like us, let's be honest. He really is. He is the, he is the, he's everyman, the, he's the everyman quarterback. I mean, I look at Mahomes and I think, how is Mahomes not ripped? Like, he's yeah. a little chubby, and it's weird. He's got some chub to him. But then you see Mac Jones, and you're like, okay, yeah. this guy's got to get in the weight room. I mean, it does help him absorb hits, though. I I, I guess. <laughs> just with his belly? Yeah. Just like a sumo wrestler. Just like just the right off him. Uh, so then we had, let's see, 2-4, Kenneth Gainwell. 2-5, mm-hmm. one of beer bad, took Brevin Jordan. He did. 2-6, Elijah Moore. 2-7, one of beer bad with Amon Ra St. Brown. We had 2-8, Terrace Marshall. Uh, that's the LSU guy, right? Terrace Marshall? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, a lot of talk about that pick and how um, impressive that was that late. Eddie was excited. He about had the that. bulging there, eyes. Yeah, because there was a lot of talk about this draft and then my startup draft in the uh, the uh, uh, Trips Right uh, Superfan chat. Yeah. Um, I should say the Trips Right 
fan chat. That's all of them. <laughs> um, and then we had, uh, so then Kurt was up at 2-9. He took Tylen Wallace. Uh, and then Chuba Hubbard goes. And then Kadarius Tony and Diami Brown at the end of the second round. Mm-hmm. We get to the third round. And all it's almost time for me to make a little move here. So now, so, bleh, bleh. were you looking at you had a guy you wanted, so you wanted to make a move, or you just wanted to pick somebody? A uh, couple of things. I there were several guys I was very interested in that were still on the board. Okay, and I didn't want to wait. There were a couple I would have been excited to pick be, because I. What happened? Did Kona just open the gate? Oh shit! Yeah, he's. I thought I closed it. Did you really? Kona. I'm sorry. Kona, Kona. Dave, 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 Dave. Dave, 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 Dave. All right. Um, welcome back <coughs> to the show. So um, that was a funny. That was a fun moment that you can't script. That was uh, a, that was a first. So um, my friend Dave uh, is the one who who let the dogs out. He we'll call him Baja Man. Um, and uh, no. Uh, see what had happened was. See what had happened was when I took my little break <laughs> while you did the mystery phrase. <laughs> I failed to latch the gate fully on the fence. And Kona's never shown much of an interest in actually pushing on it. She must have jumped up and then it just opened and she thought, hey oh. So I got to uh, chase her down and make sure she didn't uh, eat the neighbor dog who was out which, on a little leash. Which she didn't. She, yeah. She ended up at Zach and Laura's door um, wanting to play with those dogs, which ironically she doesn't get to play with anymore because she was too mean to one of them. So... <laughs> There's a reason we keep that gate closed. All right. Um, well, we're back. Hopefully you enjoyed that. And we're back. Um, we uh, we listened to it back on the on the break, and that was that was live action right there. Hope hope you like that. Yeah. Um. All right. Shut up, Baha man. All right. So let's get uh, let's get back to this. Um. So we're we're talking about the rookie draft, and I believe I was about to um comment on how I was going to make yeah. a pick oh look at that i got he's, my stogie stick he's in got full his little force. stogie stick i feel like you're gonna jab yourself in the mouth with that thing i don't have it all the way through i know but i feel like it's a slippery slope um yeah well i deserve it for letting cone out yeah that's true um no i'm just kidding you're fine um and it's everybody's everybody's fine nobody's nobody's the worst for wear so everybody's good it's just that she's very big and scary and so her running around the neighborhood loose is not exactly ideal for anyone involved yeah your neighbor um, said that his dog laid down on her back right away and he said i almost laid down on uh-huh. my back too yeah yeah um and he really likes kona yeah. like the, the over the over the fence he's he's a big fan but it's kind of like there's a there's this story there's this old fable that i read with my kids sometimes it's a it's called the happy lion and it's all about this lion who's in a zoo and he's it's like a french zoo and Every morning, all the townspeople come up to the gates and they say, Bonjour, happy lion. The lion says, Bonjour. And they are all happy, whatever. And then one day, the zookeeper leaves his door open uh, 
to his to his enclosure and he meanders on out and into the town square and all of a sudden all of his his friends aren't excited to see him and he doesn't understand why um it's it's kind of a funny little uh kind of funny little perspective kind of a message but um anyway so back to this rookie draft so third round um there were several guys i was very interested in you know not necessarily any more than others um but um I had the three seven and I didn't want to wait. And I knew I had some lesser pieces that I thought I could move for a, that I thought I could move uh, for a pick that was in the third round. So Seth Williams went at three, one Michael Carter at three, two, which was a great pick. I would have taken either one of those guys. Yeah, totally. So then it got to three, three and Tadag was on the clock and I reached out and said, I want, I'm interested in this pick. If we can find something that works out. And I kind of, threw some things at him i really wanted to trade edelman straight up for it he wasn't having that he said he was willing to go older but apparently he's not willing to go that old interesting um tadog really likes having a young team he was eyeing lamichael p ryan um so what we landed on was i traded lamichael p ryan and my 2022 fourth for this pick and i took tamari and terry Mm -hmm. um who i thought has a lot of upsides got a lot of good size and speed and all that so um so I took Tamari and Terry. That's who he said he would have picked if he had kept that pick as well. Um, so then after that went Jermar Jefferson, another guy I was considering. Sage Surratt, another guy I was considering. Mm-hmm. Kylan Hill. I mean, it's kind of crazy that these kinds of guys are there in the third round. It just shows how deep this year is. And it's good to know for future drafts, too. <clears throat> yep. Um, it, it although a lot depends. of this will change with landing spots, yeah, too. exactly. Because this is also pre-landing spot. So then it got to the pick that I already had, had traded for previously, which was 3-7. And at that point, I thought, you know what? If Trey Sermon ends up being good, I'd like for it to be on my team. So that's where I took Trey Sermon. I assumed he would go. I assumed I was sacrificing him by taking Terry. Turned out I didn't. I got both of them. It's like draft day. It was like draft day. Well, not really. So then it was um, Jamie Newman right after that. And then Mr. Fantastic took Dwayne Eskridge. And then Amari Rogers went. Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Fantastic had three picks in a row before me at 4-2. And I waited what felt like an eternity for those picks. And Mr. Fantastic, he liked to keep us waiting in the startup draft as well. He was Something tells me he likes to do that a lot. He's not a very efficient stories. drafter, or he's a very busy or he's very busy in, in real life. He watches a lot of video. Could be either one. Is that what film? it is? Yeah. Yeah, he watches his stories. Anyway, so he took uh, Jarrett Patterson, Kyle Trask, which I who I would have considered, and then Ramondre Stevenson. So then it got to me at four two, and I had some guys I was looking at. Um, I was hoping Kellen Mond would fall back to four ten, which was my last pick. Yeah, <clears throat> um, he didn't, but I, I skipped him. Um, honestly, I took Austin Watkins because the dynasty nerds, I trust their evaluations. And okay. I literally in their podcast this morning, heard them going on and on and on about how he could be such a great pick and everybody should be eyeing him in their third rounds of rookie right. drafts. And this is the fourth round. So I thought, meh, I trust their judgment. Why I'll not? go for it. So then we had Daz Newsome, Elijah Mitchell, Hunter Long. Yeah, and actually Elijah Mitchell. Was oh, that's my, yours. Yeah, that was my pick. Who'd you pick at 4-4? So I, I figured I was sitting okay at wide receiver. And I had actually debated going either Mitchell or Long here, Hunter Long. Okay. And I decided to go with Mitchell. 
uh, because I could figure if Long went, there's a couple other tight ends I had my eye on to get with my fifth pick. Seems like Hunter Long is considered to be the fourth tight end in this yeah. group. He's is the, what I'm he's seeing. the end of that yep. tier. Um, but well, actually, I would I would argue he's the start of the well, last. That's tier. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, but actually, I was I was eyeing Kyle Trask. Okay. So if Trask would have been there, I would have picked him. Yep. But instead, I went with uh, Elijah. But you wouldn't have gotten him because I would have taken him at four two if he was there. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, let's see. Hunter Long, t- uh, Khalil Herbert, Tutu Atwell, Kellen Mond. Uh, Nico Collins was who I was eyeing at four ten. Yeah. But he went at four nine. So then at four ten, I was deciding between uh, Shy Smith, who um, one of your bet ended up taking, and who. Uh, he complimented me on when I took him in that startup, the ah, Demi, okay. Demi, Devi Demigods yeah. startup. Um, but I thought I already have a share of him, and this team's weak at running back, so I took the next running back on my board, which sure. is JBN Hawkins. So then we got to Sam Ellinger, Davis Mills. We're getting in the fourth round. There's mm-hmm. guys here I don't even know who we're talking about. Yeah. Um, Anthony Schwartz, Demetric Felton. Now, there was one, at least one of these guys was a placeholder. That's this one for Tadog. Sandro Platzgummer. And who was he a placeholder for? That who wouldn't be I, in the system? I don't think he said. Did he say? He didn't say at all. I don't think he said. Well, doesn't that seem a little Let weird? See you if just it's get in to the chat. You just get to say whoever it is later. That doesn't make much sense. He didn't put it in the draft chat. Hmm. Tadog being shady. Being shady, bro. Well, Tadog in. Um, German actually means shady. Oh, so. it does it. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh. Tommy Tremble. Is that a real person? He's 5'3", will be... It was pinned, Tiny Tommy Tremble. <laughs> Sounds made up. Sounds more made up than Sandro Platzgumer. Tommy Tremble. Maybe that is an actual person. Okay. I don't know. And then I was next. Yeah, you were. And I wanted tight end. And I went with Trey McKitty. With the best name in the best name in the draft. You're damn right. Yep. So then one of your bad, like I said, took Shy Smith. So then it was Puka Williams. Uh, Kurt took Larry Roundtree. Then we had a tight end uh, from one of your bad, Kenny Yeboa. Yeboa. And then Yeboa. Mar- Marquez Stevenson. And now Kurt has two picks in a row. Kurt, if you're listening, make your picks. Although yeah. you've probably already picked by the time you're listening to this. And then A. Billings, the commission, is going to wrap this up. And there was actually a point in the draft um, because the commish, I think it's A. Billings, right? He's the commish yes. this one. He put into the vote, and only one person, Mr. Fantastic, voted not to start early. So he had teased that he was going to wait a while to make his pick. Mr. Fantastic? Yeah. Well, he always waits a long time to make his picks. But like then when we got to A. Billings' pick wherever it was he said all right guys see you to draft thinking that we're done drafting and uh he's gonna wait to see where everybody goes before he makes his next pick yeah, but I was just praying he was kidding luckily he was kidding luckily because that would have been a very long wait his average pick time would have been sky high if he tried to pull that i think i may have asked for a refund and moved on that would have been a really annoying move. Yeah. But but he didn't, so we were good. Yep, we were good. Yeah. So that's the first rookie draft of the year, yes? 
Yeah. We have had a startup with rookies involved, right. but this is the first. This, this is, is your this is your first straight pre, up rookie draft. Premature, right? but still fun. It's really sad that the first rookie draft for me, I didn't have as many picks, but I was pretty pleased with who I managed to come out with, uh, yeah. with not having a pick until three seven going in. So there's that. Yeah. So I uh, and it's always good when you have a draft with a lot of picks and people will commend you on the picks you made. So I, at least I did good in, in the picks that I made. Oh yeah, so it's was, real. It's real hard to nail first round picks. That's a real challenge. You I mean you could? There's a guy you might want and, and reach for. I mean, unless you're Jalen Hurts' mom, you're True. not going to screw up the first round. Yeah. So, Although we haven't gotten to my startup yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, good there. Yeah, we good. Um, why don't we do this? Uh, why don't I talk about um, a quick trade, couple quick trade conversations, and then keep trade drop, and then we go in, then we go into the uh, big money startup. Or do you want to do the big money startup first, and then games at the end? I want to hear what your big money startup actually. Okay, let's go big money startup. So let me get to it here. Do 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 do. I'm still kind of flustered. I'm going to be honest about it. (laughs) You know? You know? Okay, there we go. All right, so this is a 28-team league, but it's two 14-team divisions. Right. Um, So the idea is there will be a champion of each 14-team league, and then those will face each other and could have overlapping players in week whatever the championship yeah, yeah, yeah. is. Yeah. Um, settings are, are a little are a little crazy. Um, we do have 0.2 per rushing per first down. We have 0.1 for a receiving first down. We do have PPR, and we have a 0.75 tight end uh, premium. We have return yards. We have .07 per return yard. Ooh, I like return which yards. Which is 15 punt return yards equal a point, and 25 kick return yards equal a point. Ooh, man, that could add up in a hurry, actually, uh-huh. if you get the right guy. And like then the that. IDP, it is IDP. <clears throat> it is start... Oh, well, we'll do this first. So IDP TDs, sacks, blocked punts, interceptions are all six points. Two points for hit on the quarterback, tackle for loss, four points for a fumble recovery. You get you get a .1 points per interception return yard. This is a high-scoring IDP. You got four Holy for a cow. first fumble, four for a first for forced fumble, four for a safety. You have two points per solo tackle, one per assisted tackle, Good Lord. and three for a pass defensed. So, so this is going to be high scoring for the IDP. Does a sack count as just a sack, or does it also count as a tackle and a tackle for a loss? That is a good question. I, you know, there are some things about that. You know, I'm not going to be too nitpicky on a league that yeah. I'm coming in because somebody asked. I think, uh, I think Barry Crimson, you know, Barry Crimson is trying to avoid joining new startups, so yeah. he wants to live vicariously through mine. So he has the link to this, and he's been watching as we go. Um, and I think he was asking how I found this one because it is you know a bigger money league yeah. I, I think it's like 3500 or something for first place awesome. something like that um 
And I said, you know, I found it just in the chat when I was kind of feeling like I wanted to get on one. And then I didn't pay right away. I kind of wanted to get a feel That's for right. if I liked the commissioner and yeah. feel it out before I put all that money Wasn't in. Wasn't that the one where the guy was spamming? Just... No, that's, that's the gigantic one. one. Oh, that's that's, that's the one with like the 360 teams. Okay. Like the Scott Fishbowl style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, that one was a different one, but same idea. Um, so uh, so anyway, the, the starting positions are quarterback and super flex, two running backs, two wide receivers, two tight ends, and then a flex. And then for the IDPs, you have three defensive line, three linebacker, three defensive back, and two IDP flexes. Wow. So you've got more defensive starters than offensive starters. Yeah. Personally, I would have you know, made them equal. I like to have the same number of starters on both, yeah. but that's just me. I also prefer to have required defensive tackle, uh-huh. and I like to have required cornerback because otherwise those aren't as utilized. Yeah. But hey, I'm not going to hey. give them a hard time. Um so it's it's pretty it's a pretty crazy league. Um, it was a well, what just happened there? It was a derby. It was a derby startup. Love the derby startup. Yep, and I got the fourth pick, and so it was one 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 two one three, and then I went to that one fourteen turn, baby. Nice. You knew that's what I was gonna do, nice. and little did I know it was gonna work out well. <laughs> Foreshadowing. So why don't I? Before I start going through the results of the draft, and we'll do this the way we usually do it, I'll go for the, through the first couple rounds, and then we'll just go to my was, picks yeah. and anything that's weird because there are some weird choices. I like it. Um, but uh, but here's here's the first thing: uh, table talk. Yeah. No room for it. I don't understand people's need to talk about their own strategy. In the middle of the draft, with the people you're competing against, yeah, they just want to sound like they know what they're talking That's what about. I was say. They you know? want to come off as an expert. They want to come off as, as an expert. They want to hear themselves talk. They want to get some talk going, but it just comes across poorly. So here are some examples. Multiple times, it was, "Up oh, there comes the wide receiver run. Whoop! Oh, there comes the tight end run. Whoa! Linebacker run." Yeah, and I multiple times I've said. Guys, the table talk isn't necessary. Let's just keep that under control. You yeah. know, I'm trying just to... Everybody can see these players are going off in a row. You don't have to call attention to it. I know, and that's what I said. It's like, everybody sees the runs. No mm-hmm. need to do that. Because then I because then there's people that are defending it. Well, that's part of the game, you know? If, if you don't like that, then bring up a player you don't want and get somebody <laughs> to take them. I'm like, no, that's bad form. Yeah. And I kind of... I kind of felt like with a $200 entry fee, you'd maybe get people that are a little more polished and yeah. kind of ready to take it seriously right. because that's bad form. Mm-hmm. Well, I was wrong um, because they all seem to be down for the table talk. Yeah. So one thing was calling out runs, which drives me nuts. Uh, another thing was talking about, so so you're, you're picking kickers as placeholders for rookie picks. Yeah. So, you know, the first kicker picked is 1-1, one, one, the right. second, you know, 1-2, etc. So the draft has already started, and the commissioner or somebody goes, hey, is there going to be a spreadsheet for keeping track of the of the kickers for the rookie picks? Oh, yeah, we got to make sure the rookie picks. Oh, yeah, we got to keep track of the rookie picks, rookie picks, rookie picks. I wonder when the first rookie pick will go. I wonder who's going to take the next rookie pick. Boy, that's a lot of rookie picks. 
And I'm sitting here going, I have a plan for which ones I want. Is it the same person doing it, or is there a bunch Lots of people? Lots of people. Really? Lots of people. Here's another thing. Bunch of noobs. Three commissioners all co-owning the same team. What? I know. And we'll get to more on that later. So, the picks being talked How about. How does that work? They're the commissioners of the league, and they all own one team. Just three for one team. Yeah, it would be like you having a co-owner. But you and your co-owner are both commissioners of the league. But there's three co-owners. Yeah. Huh. I've never seen it before. I've never seen that either. I know. So that that right there is weird, but whatever. Um, the third thing is table talk about scoring. So there was a point recently, we're talking around like 16, 17 or so, where somebody makes a comment about Pollard. Like, oh, I was hoping Pollard would fall to me. And the guy goes... Well, yeah, in a league with return scoring, I always make sure to get re- to you know I always make sure to get the guys who are going to get returns because that's a nice floor. Return scoring, return scoring, return scoring. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, we all know the scoring. Again, we all know the scoring. Just trying to be an expert on it. I mean, I've been in leagues before where the same thing happens with tight end premium. Oh, I can't believe Kittle hasn't gone yet when it's tight end premium. Yeah. Shut your face. It's so it's so annoying. So so that was another thing and and. For some reason, there was a return guy I got at one point that I couldn't believe was still there. Yeah. Um, after like a couple rounds after that conversation happened, which I thought was weird, but so whatever. Okay, here's the other issue though. So you got these two 14 team leagues, two yeah. 14 team divisions. Right. I'm I'm just gonna okay I'm just gonna say this to you and try not to or conferences. Uh, sure, we'll call them conferences. Okay. Because the winners play each other? Yes. Conferences, yes. Yeah. So we have two 14-team conferences. Five. No divisions within that. So I'm just going to give this to you in just as reporting the just the facts, ma'am. I'm going to give it to you as straightforward as I can, and I just want to hear what your opinion is. Shoot. Okay. You've got my conference. Yeah. The three commissioners own a team in my conference. Okay. The other conference has no commissioners in it. Okay. These guys, however, are monitoring this because they're the commissioners of both conferences because it's technically one complete league. Right. They shared the link to our draft with that conference and that league with our conference so you can watch the other draft in real time. They're going simultaneously. Thoughts? Well, I mean, that way you can kind of see... Like, if one draft is ahead of the other one, you can see who's going where. And you can maybe base your picks off that if you don't really know who to pick. You can kind of use that as a guide. Yeah, how do you feel about that? I don't like that. I mean, they should be hidden from each other because they're two separate conferences with the same players. I don't like it. So, let me see if I can... as Captain Hook would say, bad form. Yeah, and I want to see if I can find the actual... I want to see if I can find the actual words that were spoken because I couldn't believe because how much I was like shot down. Because it's like your your conference is in the third round, the other conference is in the fifth round. Oh, I wonder where so and so is going to go in that one. Yeah, I don't like it. All right, hold on. I can find it this way. Um, and so that was three days ago. Maybe the commissioners are doing that so they could see. <clears throat> Maybe they're not secure in their picking abilities. Well. Here was the... Well, okay, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. I know this is super... Or maybe they don't know what they're doing. 
And well, they're just throwing darts. See what sticks. Okay, found it. All right. So once they shared that, here's what I said. Because I've already said something about table talk. That was a powerful sigh you just did. Too. Yeah. That's how I feel in my heart. Oh, man. I've already said stuff about the table talk. Yeah. I've already, um, uh, let's see, table talk. I've already been kind of like if somebody's taking forever, I've kind of been like just waiting to pick, you know, like I, yeah. I just, it. oh, there's also been a lot of trades in this startup. And like all startup trades, you're looking at the two sides going, why did blank side do this? Yeah. Because there's not, you're not gaining anything. You just are antsy. You know what I mean? Like you're you're acquiring a pick in the next round. You have no idea who's even going to be there, yeah. and it's just you're antsy. You think that's what you're supposed to do. And I'm convinced that in startups, people trade just to trade, right. just to show off. Absolutely. And you know, and then when you see like I'm in the situation where I'm seeing the talent that's falling, and I'm like, holy mackerel, I'm getting everybody I want. So this yeah. is really dumb. So that's so that's the other thing is just the the concentrating. Also, you're on the clock. Yeah. All right. Well, this picks on the block for the next thirty minutes, and if I don't like an offer, I'll trade it. And it's like, why? Come on. Yeah. I also have a hypothetical. I just remembered. Okay. But keep going. All right. So I said I don't want to be a jerk. Dot 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 dot. That means you're going to be a jerk. Of course. But I feel like viewing the other league's draft as it goes can influence drafting choices. Doesn't that seem like an issue? So then this guy responds, I mean, if that influences your decisions, then what the heck were you using your re re using for research before? And then the commissioner says, I've thought about that, but the three of us as commissioners need to be in the other half to run it. So with us having a team over here and we have that info, info then everybody should. That's the only part I agree with is that they, if they have to see the other draft, that would be an unfair advantage for them. So let everybody see it. But what I said was, I'm not saying me. I'm saying someone who may be less prepared. Um, I'm, and I, you know, I'm not saying it's going to change. Everybody already has access to it. I just want some. Yeah. And we're back. And okay. we're back. So, Kurt, you can't call on Wednesday nights because we're recording and it kicks us off. Bush League. Um, we have no idea where we left off, so I'll just jump right back into it. And uh, I didn't want to lose my spot in the chat, so I didn't have any music. So we're just having a blast we're over okay. here. I'm telling you, this day is cursed. <sighs> All right, so if anything, it makes things spicier and more fun to me. Why is it spicy? So I can't imagine saying that. Uh, I don't see any issue. Nobody joins a fantasy draft in April and comes not prepared. So, you know, the guy who commented on the mock drafts, I said, but this is the same league. Let's say I'm eyeing a guy at the turn who's already gone in the other league. Someone sees that and says, oh, he should be gone already. That's pretty crappy for me. Same as table talk. Like you are, it's, it's like alerting someone to a value. It's, yeah. it's, it's undercutting, you know? And then I love table talk. I've done like four 14 plus team IDPs already. A small chance, sure. People can also share it even... Even if we were to kick them out and join other leagues to look at their drafts along with mocks, they're missing the point. This is the this is same a, league. It's not a mock. It's not a mock. Look at mock drafts all you want. You're we're competing against these and people. People leave mock drafts after the fourth round, anyways. <clears throat> um, right, and so every draft is different. I have my tiered players. No other draft matters but the one I'm in. Use it to your advantage, and then talk someone up you don't want. 
I said, yes, most of us are prepared and have experience. But if you don't, you could use a draft in the same league as an ongoing reference. Come on, it's bad form. It's always tough when you're in a league when you're in the minority on something and nobody agrees with you, but you know... I know I'm right. I know I'm right. right. There's no doubt in my mind I'm right. There is no arguing here. By the way, I have not told these guys about the pod yet. Yeah. Because it is awesome drafting with people that don't know your every tendency. True. It's incredible. Yeah. And not only... Some of these guys do seem like amateurs. I will say that. But also, they just don't know me. And so they don't know what I'm going to do. And so, like, you know, there were a couple of these turns where Kurt knew exactly what I was going to do. And he's got to get the guys before I get to them. And it would have been really frustrating. Um, wow. So I said, I'll shut up. I just think it causes league integrity issues. It's all a game and strategy, LOL. I'm just saying it's a $200 league. If you're going to come in and have no idea what to do, that's on you. Exact, And I'm like, exactly, but now they have a real-time reference if they have no idea. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate your concern for the week, R3Dog21. Oh, and I said, my concern is getting sniped by someone who doesn't deserve to snipe me. Right. I thought that was a pretty good line. Yeah. No, uh, I didn't get any uh, little graduation hats thinking that one was smart, which means that these people are all dumb. Yeah. No, they're not dumb. You guys are great because eventually I'll, eventually I'll <laughs> let them in on this. Um, Kamish, I think this is one of the Kamishes. Uh, I see what you're saying, man, but yeah, it'd be, almost, it'd be most unfair if us Kamishes had an advantage and the, it's the only way to be fair. I said, I get that, but I'm not crazy. I'm in 35 leagues, and this is a potential issue. Okay, I am crazy, but not on this. <laughs> Trying to lighten the mood a little bit. Yeah. Give me a break, right? Um, so then, uh, you know, and then it just got into some other stuff, and I kind of let it go. But it was, how can they not see that that's an issue? Yeah. You know? Because they've done it in every single league and no one's ever brought up their attention. Oh, and I'll tell you, and I'll tell you something else. It is much, much more of an issue in IDP because the IDP sleeper ADPs, uh, the ID terrible, the IDP ADPs, average average draft position for individual defensive players on sleepers terrible. Mm -hmm. I mean, you take a player that you know is good. We'll we'll talk Marlon Humphrey. He's one of my favorites. I love him. He's super consistent, top cornerback, right? And he's, like, down at 700-something. You have to really search. Where the, the top cornerback is, like, Buster Screen. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. No. So, so if you, want if you have guy, no idea on IDP. to search for And there's, there's, there are guys here who are on their first IDP league. Mm-hmm. Well, now you can go and see exactly, you know, oh, there's a guy. You know, you just yeah. stall a little bit, and then, it's, and then you're behind. Yeah. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. so that was frustrating. So shall we get to the results? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. <clears throat> so again, it is super flex. It is tight end premium start two. Is it done? Or are you? Is it ongoing? No, we are only in round twenty of forty eight. Can I make a prediction? Yes. You have Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> you know very well that I don't you have see Kirk what Cousins. I did there? I'm very paranoid that Cone is out. Like every time I think I hear something. Oh, the yeah. gate. It's it's closed. Yeah, I mean, I know it's closed. I hope yeah. you didn't learn how to open it like a raptor in Jurassic like Park. Bumper nose. As long as they don't know how to open doors. <laughs> Okay. God, I love Jurassic Park. Note to self, watch Jurassic Park. The soundtrack. John Williams. Wow. It's my favorite. I can play on my trumpet, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you bring your trumpet? No. I got a mouth trumpet. I'll grab my saxophone and we'll jam. All right. Next week. So, first round. So, 
I'm not even going to talk about any of the trades unless they happen to affect me in some way, but these people were bouncing all over the place. First six picks, quarterbacks. Oh, well, you're right. Mahomes, Allen, Herbert at 1-3, Murray, Prescott, Lamar Jackson. That's the first six picks. Okay. Okay? The next six picks were all running backs. Yeah. McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Kamara, and Zeke. Huh. No Saquon. No No Saquon. So then we get to Russell Wilson at 113, Mm -hmm. and now it's me at the turn. It's you. You know how I typically roll. Typically, I would take a tight end. I would double tap tight end. I do tight end quarterback. Mm -hmm. I knew that I wanted to get Lawrence, and I knew that I wanted to go young right off the bat. So rather than go tight end, who I got the feeling in a 14-team tight end premium, I figured Kelsey and or Kittle would go first round. Nobody went. So I had this feeling tight ends weren't going to be valued as much as they should in this format. Until someone calls attention to it. Of course. (laughs) So at the turn, I went Joe Burrow and the 1-1, which will be Trevor Lawrence. Nice. In a 14-team, I think that's pretty good. I felt good about it. The 14-team super flex, yeah. Definitely. That's good. And now I'm committed to being young, which I'm fine with. So then we go Aaron Rodgers, and you know if you're looking at starting Wilson Rodgers or Burrow Lawrence, I don't think that's particularly close. Well, maybe they want to win now. You don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, but then you look at the rest of their team. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, next three picks were running backs: Derrick Henry, Saquon, Aaron Jones. Okay. Next three. So pick- that means a couple guys have doubled up on running back to start. Yes. Well, and there were also some trades in there, but yes. And no wide receivers have gotten. No it. wide receivers, okay. and still none. We had three. And no tight ends yet. Three tight ends in a row, starting at two six. We had Kelsey Kittle Andrews. Okay. Then Clyde edwards alaire went at two nine. Still no wide receivers. And then Darren Waller, the first wide receiver, did not go until two eleven. Wow. DK Metcalf. Interesting. Then you had Tua to go with Herbert, Devontae Adams, and then at the turn, so Kurt and I, you know, this was also, this was on, uh, I guess this wasn't on Easter, this was the day before Easter when we were at uh, Claire's sister's house for her birthday and Kurt was there, and I was basically talking to him about the guy who got Mahomes can basically have his pick of any wide receivers he wants. You know, he could go a little older with Nuke and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. He could go Justin Jefferson and A.J. Brown. I mean, he could go... He The world was his oyster. I was just going to say that. Oh, were you? So guess what he did to go with Mahomes? Dalton. The one, The 1-2 rookie pick. Okay. And DeAndre Swift. Huh. Bizarre. How bizarre. And how bizarre. Um, and I get the feeling based on the Swift pick, I get the feeling he's going to be taking Najee Harris at that one, too. I got a feeling. Yeah. Um, all right, coming back around in round three we're in now. So now finally we have three wide receivers off the board in a row, starting at 3-2. Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown. Love can you imagine? Can you imagine J.J. at 3-2 of a startup? That's insane. And this... When you draft without the usual sharks, this number of running backs is what you expect to see. That's what I want because I'm 20 rounds in. Guess how many running backs I have? Zero. Zero! Yeah. Okay. Uh, So we had Baker Mayfield. We had Cam Akers, Jalen Hurts, Stephon Diggs, the Mm 1-3, DeAndre Hopkins, Gibson, Ridley, Devin White as the first defensive player off the board because you know people love those linebackers. 
And with that scoring, he's going to put up some points, too. Would you like to guess who I took at 314? I'll give you one guess, but you don't even need that many. That's silly, because if, if you don't take one guess, you'll never know. But I, I've lost track of who's got CD Lamb. Okay. Oh, duh. Yeah. Um, if you knew, I didn't have running backs, because Dobbins was there. Yeah. Uh, so I took CD Lamb and then I took the one four. With, I was always going to take the next rookie pick there because I want to get Pitts. Once I realized I wasn't going to get Kittle, Kelsey, Andrews, um, I knew I wanted to get Pitts. Yeah. Now it does worry me that one two and one three I don't have because I feel like Pitts is going to sneak up there. So I'm mentally well, preparing. The way the draft is going though, it's probably not it feels happen. like it's going to be running backs, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm mentally preparing that if that it's either going to like Pitts is what I prefer, but if it had to be, you know, Fields, assuming if if Fields were to be drafted by the Niners, like that would be pretty great. Yeah. And I would definitely take him. Definitely. All right. And then Dobbins went right after that because okay. I was hoping he would go earlier. So I wasn't even tempted. Yeah. And, and he didn't. Uh, we'll just go a couple more here. So we got Darius Leonard. This is round four. Darius Leonard. Deshaun Watson, finally. T. Higgins, Tannehill, Sanders, Stafford, Godwin, uh, rookie pick. Jared Goff, rookie pick. T.J. Watt, Kirk Cousins. So I, yeah. I mean, some of those, I just, I don't know how. I don't know how you take, like, Jared Goff over some of the other players that are available. Especially some of the good young players that are, are still available. I know, it's insane. So... It kind of blew my mind. I also, like, once I saw T.J. Watt go, you know, he's in here as a defensive lineman, mm-hmm. which is weird because, you know, these other places as a linebacker. Because yeah. you have him in Westeros. As a linebacker. As a linebacker, yeah. yeah. ESPN and Sleeper don't jive. I knew at my next turn 5-6, my plan was... See that? Watch. Yeah. It splits. Ooh, that was pretty hot, pun intended. See, because it's fire. <laughs> I like that. Um, so, at, at the 5-6 turn, I was planning on double-tapping um, defensive line. Yeah. And I wanted either both Bosa's or Chase Young and oh, Nick yeah. Bosa, you know. That's that, hot. That was going to be my plan. I would settle for Garrett if he was w- there with sure. one of those guys. But once TJ Watt goes, and now people see that orange on the board, I was really worried. Uh. It didn't It didn't start a run of defensive line. Ooh, so, so, it you got, got your pick. Yeah, it got back to me. So, McLaurin, Roquan Smith, James Robinson, Jamal Adams, Mixon, Thomas, Hawkinson... Jones, Wentz, Eckler, Allen, Evans, Ryan, and then at the five six turn, I took Nick Bosa and Chase Young. Matt Ryan, yeah, Jesus, I know. But but again, like I, so I feel very strongly. When, when I'm at the turn, maybe I should say when I'm at the turn, which is always where I'd prefer to be. I was talking to to Barry about this. I want to start the runs. Yeah. I want to double tap as much as possible. To freak people out into now feeling like they have to take a position. And then you can start your own run at another position. Right. Yeah. I don't want to be stuck taking the last guy of a group and feel forced into it. So I want to take my favorite two defensive line. Because also, if you haven't played IDP, you don't know that linebacker... I know the scoring is generous, no. but like you have to fill three defensive line spots. And yeah. that is not easy. And now I'm set at two of those spots awesome. for the next ten years, in yeah. my opinion. You know. Um, they also both went to the Ohio State University if we're keeping track. So I want to didn't even have to ask. So I want to start. So I want to start the runs. Yeah. 
And, you know, I know it's rookie picks, but in my mind, I'm still double tapping because I'm, you know, I know Lawrence is one of these. I know I'm hoping Pitts is one of these. Mm-hmm. Actually, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be a double tap because he likes a tight end. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. So then the next round happens. So Bosa, you know, once one Bosa goes, the other Bosa goes. So in the next round, um, let's see if you had anything. In, Patrick Queen went at 6'11". I kind of oh, like, like that. I like Patrick Queen. And then if Miles Garrett had made it back around, I would have picked him yeah, sure. um, and gotten that third one locked up, but he ended up going. And then interestingly enough, you know, it's just funny when you look at the uh, at the ADP, Dallas Goddard is super far down on the ADP. Really? So, like, you can wait longer on him and figure people aren't going to see him. Yeah. So my plan coming around here was going to be to double tap tight end, assuming uh, Garrett wasn't there. So it turned out that I was able to take Dallas Goddard and Irv Smith oh, Jr. Oh my god! How about that? I'm proud of you. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. I was just gonna ask, where's Irv? Yeah, you answer my question. He's right there on my team. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, and and so uh, I feel good about that. And um, you know, if I don't get pits, I just wanted to make sure I had two guys I'm comfortable yeah. with that Had I think should have a good year. Um, so then we're going. You know, there's there's a little tight end run here. Um, that I can take a little bit of credit for. That was way back there. Okay. You're good. Um, and then we've got some more of the linemen. You know, I you know, I just feel like if you're taking Zadarius Smith, you know, or DeForest Buckner on their own, like I'm just at such an advantage when I took Young and Bosa yeah. together. Anyway, it gets to my next pick, and I, I'm looking at that scoring. I'm looking at two points for per tackle, mm-hmm. and those linebackers <clears throat> are going to be so valuable, even though I don't usually take linebackers. And so did you get Schobert? I did not. I skipped Schobert. I went for the youth. Okay. And so oh, Barry, yeah, he's up there. Yeah, he. Well, he's twenty-seven, but it's yeah. it's four years of difference. Yeah. I ended up going with Devin Bush and Isaiah Simmons. Ooh, okay. And uh, Barry was in my ear telling me about Isaiah Simmons and how yes. how big on him he is. And this is also several guys I don't have on any teams. I don't have Irv Smith. I don't have Isaiah Simmons. I don't have Chase Young. So it's kind of fun to have some of those mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. Awesome. And I don't have Burrow in a lot of places. Um, so then, so now we get into, so those were the rounds where I really felt like I basically got whoever I wanted. And I felt like I would be happy with this start in a 12-team league. Yeah. And this is a 14-team league. Word. Which is a great situation to be in. Yeah. Um, and just kind of goes to show that some of these picks were kind of interesting. Like, you know, can you imagine taking like where's it, where's a good example? Um, oh gosh, I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to come up with it off the top, but uh, there were just some spots that were kind of weird. Like, would you take? I mean, taking Miles Gaskin, who c- might not even have a job. Yeah. You know, you're taking him over like. Uh, okay. Well, anyway. You're taking Miles Gaskin. What's wrong with you? Okay. So then, so now it's going to be all about value. Yeah. So we're getting to the 11th round. I know I don't want to miss out on Marlon Humphrey because he's my favorite. Mm-hmm. So I knew I was taking him no matter what. And then Odell Beckham Jr. was still there. Oh. So I took him. Yeah. I figure he's, you know, Kurt said it best. He was the only wide receiver left on the board with true, like, top receiver overall potential if everybody and, everything goes right. I mean, this right. year could be a redemption year for him, too. He could go I mean, gangbusters. He's, he's pissed yeah. that he has this reputation now that he can't stay on the field, mm-hmm. can't perform. Um, so he's going to be really motivated. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that happens. I like it. 
So then at my next turn, I took Sam Hubbard to get that third, third mm-hmm. defensive line spot. I, I was considering Trey Hendrickson as well. Yeah. His sacks last year were so insane, but I feel like it just feels like a fluke. It feels Flash like the, in the pan. Yeah, it kind of feels like the kind of thing where now he goes to a different team, makes all this money, yeah. it's not going to be whatever. So I'd rather take that happens all the time. Yeah, and I'd rather take the young guy who's kind of been improving gradually every year, and now if he's got a better guy on the other side of him like Henriksen, he's going to make Hubbard better. Is my thinking. Also, all three of my defensive linemen now, the Ohio State University. Yeah, 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 Can't help yeah, yeah. it. So I took Sam Hubbard, and then I also took the next rookie pick. Okay. Which was, uh, let's see, I think I got sniped on 114. I think it's two. No, it's one. I think it's 114. Okay. And my thought process there is that with an IDP, the IDP rookies either fall, uh-huh. and you can get like the top rookie at a position, yeah. or they push the offensive talent back. Like, I'm thinking to Westeros, and I'm thinking how far C.D. Lamb went because people got so IDP crazy. Yeah. And I want to be in that situation because I was also kind of thinking I, I'd like to have the the option to get Fryermuth if I miss out on Pitts. Yeah. And the end of the first seems like the place That's that fair. that would happen. Good so. planning. Thank you. You're welcome. Next turn, I went with Jonathan Abram and Denzel Mims. And I was considering both of them the previous rounds or the previous turns, so it made a lot of sense to take them sure. there. So now my wide receivers are Mims, Lamb, and Beckham. Okay. And uh, my defensive backs are Humphrey and Abram. And then I went... Were you going to say something? No, you're oh, good. I thought you were going to say something. Uh, O.J. Howard uh, was my next pick. I figure... He has a chance to be a top tight end if he can stay healthy, if he gets the targets. Ideally, he'd get traded somewhere. I mean, he's got the pedigree and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I took McCole Hardman. That was the one where, with the return yeah. yardage yeah. and being on the offense he's on, I can't believe that he hadn't already been taken. And there was talk right after, oh, you got my guy. I wanted McCole Hardman. <clears throat> well, thanks. FOMO. I got him. Yeah. Well, also, something to think about with Hardman, too, is you know if he solidifies himself as a number two they may take him off special teams just to keep him healthy. So there's that thought, too. Well, that's true, but, I mean, I think about it as if he's the returner, he's got a nice floor. Mm-hmm. But if he's actually the number two, well, he'd be the number three because of Kelsey. Well, but, if he's, but if he's the number three target yeah. for Patrick Mahomes, I mean, I'd prefer that over the kick returns. Mm-hmm. So I feel like either way I'm yeah. kind of winning. I like it. It's either it's either a crazy ceiling or a nice baseline, you know? I like it. And on my last turn that I made a few hours ago, um, you know, a lot of these defensive backs and linebackers have been getting have been getting picked up. I took Chuck Clark. I didn't want to miss out on him. Oh yeah. Um, I prioritized elsewhere, um, so I wanted to make sure I got that third starting spot. And I'm perfectly happy to start Clark and Humphrey together. And then uh, Max Double X Crosby. Oh, yes. As my first bench defensive line, or I guess IDP flex. Um, he's only 23 years old. And honestly, some guys would be happy to have him as their starter, and you have him on your bench. I know. That's nice. And again, if you if you haven't played IDP before, you don't know how hard that position is to get consistent production. Yeah. So, you know, is he as consistent as the other guys I have? No. But I'm not having to start him. For me, he's a backup, and right. so if he takes the next step, then I've got him. Uh-huh. So... Um, my starting line right now i have no running backs and honestly like i considered 
going Mostert and Wilson both this time around. Mm. But as I'm watching for guys coming up, like, you know, I mean, we talked about this for um, for the playoff draft. I want to have those running backs in my back pocket that yeah. I know we're going to get opportunities. So, like, in a couple rounds, you know, Gus Edwards yep. is going to get touches every game. Uh-huh. Um, who are the other guys? Like, Singletary is still there, although I'd be worried that he's going to lose his job. I mean, but... you could even sneak a rookie pick in there, too, and try to get a, a That's rookie true. running back. And, and the second round is – well, the second round is filling up fast. Um, but also you don't know what running backs might fall – because a lot of these guys are going to feel like they're so set at running back, it could push running backs back, and I've got uh-huh. that end of the first round. You never uh-huh. know if one of the uh-huh. one of the top four or five guys is there. Um, so uh, I have one linebacker spot still to fill, so I'm thinking I might... Do you have an opinion on Micah Kaiser versus Troy Reader? Because I feel like Reader was really good this year after Kaiser got hurt. Yeah. And so they're both kind of similarly ranked, and I don't want to pick the wrong one, and I feel like being in the middle of that defense is definitely advantageous. Yeah. So I, I kind of feel like that could be a thing where I take both of them, but I don't I don't know if it's worth it to use two picks in a row on those guys. And you don't know who's... I mean, is Kaiser still going to be the starter now? That's the thing. Well, if they... If they're a th- I, okay, I just looked at this really quickly, but if they... I think they run a 3-4 and they're the two inside linebackers. Okay. I I that's the, I thought I remember seeing that's the way the depth chart is now. I don't know. Cuz if that's the case if they're both in the middle of that defense, yeah. I kind of like it, but also if that team's a little better, they're not going to, you know, it's yeah. about the opportunities, so. Mm. I don't know, I just didn't know if you had had an opinion on that, but I don't, but it's something to think about. It is something to think about. It is something Things to think about. <laughs> so anyway, that's the uh, that's the two hundred dollar league uh, that I'm very excited about. You should be. I just feel like I've gotten to do whatever I wanted. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a few times where I missed out on somebody, but when you're at the turn and you're waiting twenty eight picks until your next pick, you yeah. know you're not gonna have everything. So I just try not even to look as it goes. Nope, that's what I do too. Don't even be disappointed. Yep. The only things I would have been disappointed if I didn't get the Bosey Young combo. Yeah. And I would have been disappointed if Lamb hadn't been there, and I would have been disappointed if Goddard hadn't been there. But other than guys. that, just went for it. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. So I'm hoping I can win a lot of money off these guys. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Put that towards Super Garage. Ooh, Super Garage. <sighs> <laughs> Someday, Super Garage. Someday, Super Someday Garage. Someday it'll happen. If we didn't have these cars, we could just use the garage as a, right? as a full-on thing. Stupid cars. Things that make you go. Uh, okay, so I uh, got a I got a philosophical for you. Ooh, you have a philosophical for I me. Do. Usually, usually I'm the one philosophizing. I know. Uh, this is actually a credit <coughs> Waylon. <coughs> oh no, you caught the COVID. No, <laughs> Way- Waylon gave I you a, a philosophical. Bug through my flew into my throat. No, it, it was just something to think Did about. Bug have COVID? Yeah. Oh. So now I have it. So he's in an empire league. Bug just can't spit on you. Yeah. He's in an Empire League. Got it. And uh, so in this Empire League, the champion can trade. Free oh. to trade. Yeah, not like the ones we're used to. Not worried about collusion in that one, huh? No, not okay. at all. And this guy has a roster. I mean, he got some crazy trades to you go mean the his guy, way. the guy who won had a yeah. roster? Um, it's, it's just, I looked at it, he showed it to me. Was it better than my Roman team? It's pretty good. Because my repeat, in my humble opinion, was never really in vain. Yeah. 
Is that the situation this guy's in? Like, if he loses, it'll be shocking? Yeah. So, he's got... How many years in is it, do you know? I'm not sure. Okay. So, he's got Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers. Superflex? Yes. Jeez. Dalvin Cook, Zeke, Gurley, Carrion Johnson, Madison, Pollard, Miles Sanders, Wait, wait, can you start again? I got distracted. Sorry. Because I was was thinking, oh, but he lost Dak and overcame it, but then Rodgers had, like, the best season ever. Okay, go so he's got start, start Cook, after the quarterback. Cook and Zeke. Okay. Uh, Gurley. And then Miles Sanders at running back. Okay. Wide receiver, Keenan Allen, Gabe Davis, Godwin, and Keel Harry, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyler Lockett, and Mims. Okay. And then Andrews, Fant, and Gesicki at tight end. Okay. It's a 10-team league. Okay, first of all, 10-team league. Second of all, that team's not better than my Roman team. It's a pretty good team. It's not better than my Roman team. But it's a pretty good I'm team. I'm offended by that. I'm just all right, saying. I'm going to write down my Roman team right now. I'm going to take a little trip down memory lane. Actually, so, that won't be good for listeners. Here's my philosophical. <clears throat> and he ran into this. So, Waylon's got... my Roman team. Okay. I'm just trying to get good radio going. Here, so <laughs> get some animosity. Okay, fair So, Waylon has Kelsey. Okay. And this guy really wanted Kelsey. Okay. To help improve his team. Mm-hmm. So, the question is... In this situation, where winner oh, take all, I already know what you're going to ask. Do you trade with the champ to make his team even better, and make your team better in the trade so you both win? You know, you fill a position for them, and you get guys in return to help you. Or do you not do it to not be that guy that gives more ammo to the champ to win it all? I well, I think this is one of the reasons why the Empire Champ shouldn't be able to trade. But forget about that. Okay, we're at this league. So if I'm Whalen, what do I do? Yeah, just in general, do you make your team better in the trade? But in turn, okay. you make the champ better. Generally speaking, in a vacuum, mm-hmm. I hate when somebody says, "I can't make that trade." It would make give you a super team get that too i i hate that yeah because i get that in frozen a lot like Mm -hmm. you want to make that trade even if it's good for me it makes your team better i'm like come on like it's good for your team too yeah um so i i hate that i think you should make the trade that's best for your team and not worry about what it does for the other team because you never know what can happen true i mean you know kelsey breaks his leg and all of a sudden you just took power away from him and he didn't get anything in return yeah it's just the luck of the draw okay knock do i have wood to knock on i don't want to jinx kelsey um there it is (laughs) there on the ashtray um on the other hand i think when you've got a team that's that stacked and if they repeat they take the rolling pot and they end the league Mm -hmm. because i'm assuming that's the case because that's what an empire league is yep yep Yep. i don't think i'd want to be the guy to give them the best tight end of the league exactly because one of his one of that team's deficiencies is that Andrews is inconsistent mm-hmm. because of the offense he's in. Right. He has to be really efficient with what he gets from Jackson. And if you were to give him the tight end that performs like a wide receiver one, mm-hmm. you're taking away that that uh, inconsistency yep. for his team. And you don't want to be that guy. Exactly, that's what I told him. So what what was he going to get in do you, what was he going to get in, in return? <sighs> Like I want to know if it's if it really is worth it for is like how's Waylon's team look? Waylon's team, Cousins, Ryan, Stafford, 
Malcolm Brown, Chris Carson, Eckler, Freeman, Hyde, Kelly. Aguilar, Beckham, Green, Hilton, Jones, Samuel, Slayton, Schuster, Smith, Thielen, Watkins. And then Hurst, Kelsey, Njoku. Does Waylon listen to this? No. Okay. That's a horrible team in a 10-team league. Yeah. Really horrible. Um... And, I, and I've been there where I've been in a 10-team league and I look at my team and I think to myself, how in the world did my team end up so... Like, how wrong did I have to be on a handful of players for my team to look so bad in a 10-team league? Yeah. Because a 10-team league, everybody's team should be stacked. I mean, you look at, like, the Emperor League, the one that you ended. That was 10-team. And everybody's team was pretty well set at every position, which is why it was so hard to trade. Um... And then, because I asked him, I said, how does he get a team like that? Um, he has a brother who also is in the league, gave him Tyreek for Mike Williams, and this was back when Tyreek was dealing with a domestic thing, so people were shipping him off. I mean, so, I got Tyreek for Chris Carson. Yeah. So. And then he also got uh, Hopkins for a third and Kenny Galladay in a trade. Oh my god. And then somebody messed up a trade and gave him Dalvin and Lockett for not the same value. So so you've got some people making trades they shouldn't make. Yeah. And that's frustrating in an empire when it ends. Yeah. Yeah. Um but but you didn't but you didn't say what he could get. So the guy offered Kelsey and Curtis Samuel for Zeke Pollard and Andrews. Zeke Pollard and Andrews for Kelsey and Curtis Samuel. Um, I mean, assuming you like acquiring running backs, yeah. and assuming you're weak at running back and you're going to compete, because like if Waylon wasn't competing right now, there's no way I'd want to acquire Zeke even with yeah. Pollard. But in a vacuum, I mean, that's he's doing pretty well. So he's, then, he's trading the top tight end yeah. for like the third or fourth tight end plus a top running back if he gets back to form, I guess. And then they were going back and forth and more. And Samuel, I don't think Samuel's going to do in Washington no. what people are acting and like And then, so his final offer, this guy Caleb, was Kelsey and Samuel for Gusecki, Zeke, and Pollard. Say it one more time. Kelsey, Samuel. Yep. Gusecki, Zeke, and Pollard. So, Waylon wanted Andrews. But then he didn't want to give up Andrews, and he put Gesicki well, yeah, in there. Yeah, of course not. Well, yeah. with Gesicki, it's not close. No. It's only close with Andrews. So he, I said, what happened to Andrews? He said he won't, and I said, no deal. He said, agreed. I said, you don't want to be that guy who's going to hand the champ more ammo to repeat. Yeah, and, and the the champ has such a deep team. If he wants Kelsey, he's going to have to overpay. That's, yeah. You know, I mean, I... I'm I'm willing to if I'm super deep, senior. I've <laughs> done that in a while. Um, if I'm super deep, I will pay a bunch of depth. I mean, I've I've had this. Remember, I've had this conversation with Justine. Like Justine, I'm giving you six players you could start right now, yep. better than your starters for one player. Yep. And you don't want to do it because you think I'm trying to pull one over yeah. on you. Like, normally, quantity does not equal quality. Right. But in this case, this is six players you could start literally right True. now. True. Yeah. So um, then I got a F. Mary Kill, if you want to go yes, to that. Yes, let's do it, and All then right. I've got some trade talks. Okay. So uh, we'll go wide receivers. Okay. Okay. Um, one with a new team, one with a new quarterback, 
and one coming off injury looking to prove himself. Okay? Okay. Galladay, DJ Moore, Beckham. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Wait, you said F. Mary Kill. This is keep trade drop. Keep trade drop. Okay. <laughs> Because I feel like the decision would be pretty easy on F. Mary Kill. I'm just kidding. Um, okay, one more time. Galladay. Galladay. New team with the Giants. Yep. DJ Moore. New QB with Darnold. Yep. And Beckham coming back from energy. Injury. Energy. Injury. All right. I would... I would keep dj Moore because the shine is completely off of him even though he's the best player out of this group in my mm-hmm. opinion and um even with the new quarterback for some reason he's still way down, like he's way down there on adp he is way down there yeah and he was like one of the top couple of wide receivers just within the last couple of years um like he was the young guy like justin jefferson just a couple of years ago so i would keep him okay i would trade Kenny G praying that the excitement of him on a new team where he is the only guy would get me some excitement kind of payment for him Mm -hmm. and I guess that means I would drop Beckham because he's a diva and can't stay healthy and the Browns are better when they don't pepper Beckham with targets I did the same thing yeah yep nice we're smart (laughs) or we're equally dumb I prefer smart. Could be either one. Okay, and then I have a quarterback for okay. you as well. Yep. All right. It's a fun game. It is a fun game. I wonder if people like listening to it as much as we like playing Maybe it. they like to play along. Maybe. Well, all, yeah, they should be. All three... I don't know if we've done these guys before. All th- Well, we haven't, but all three have new teams. Okay. Darnold, Goff, Stafford. You did one that involved Goff and Stafford, I think. Did I? Well, now I'm adding Darnold in there to switch it up a little okay. bit. <clears throat> Darnold, Goff, Stafford. All right, I drop Goff, and it's not particularly close because Detroit is where players go to die, and I don't think he's their long-term answer. I think he's a system quarterback. I think that once he gets flustered, he panics. Mm-hmm. Blah! Just yeah. that ball just goes all over the place. I just think he's he's young, but it's you know I think he was it was much more Sean McVay than it was, was Jared Goff. He was shipped out for a reason. Um, on the other hand, uh, Stafford, I would try to trade and cash in on the excitement of him going to play with a bunch of shiny new toys, okay. Woods, Cup, uh, Van Jefferson, yeah. Cam Akers, yeah. Higby without the, uh, Everett issues. And that means that what's left? Keep? Yeah. I'd keep Darnold because he's so young and now that he's away from Gase, I would, I would <laughs> now that he's away from Gase, I would hope that he would uh, have a resurgence, mm-hmm. and he's so young. I mean, he's the age of a lot of, like, rookies or second-year guys, so yeah. um, that's what I would hope for. Is that what you said? Nope. Oh, what'd you say? You said trade Darnold. Cut, Goff, keep Stafford. So just same, you're, you'd trade Darnold hoping for excitement. Same keep reasons, Stafford. Yeah, yeah. So I'd just rather keep the younger guy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, so uh, here was some uh, here's some trade talk. So I mentioned this league. Um, we can wrap it up after this. Does that sound yeah, good? Put right. a ball on it. Um, 
so uh, we... <laughs> I feel like we've had so many obstacles tonight that this ended up, we ended up being way longer than it was looking like we were going to. Yeah. Um, all right, so the, the Superflex 2 tight end premium league where I took over an orphan. This was uh, Eddie's team. This is the one where I referenced a couple weeks ago that uh, he said anybody would have had a hard time rebuilding that team because mm-hmm. it had issues, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I've come in and traded off a bunch of a uh, bunch of pieces and um, and uh, it's just not like I basically have Josh Allen and Derek Carr, my only quarterbacks. That's okay. rough. The running backs are horrible. I have Lamb and then I had Cup and Hollywood and LaVisca and my but my tight ends I have Andrews, Goddard, uh, Johnu Smith, okay. some uh, Troutman, some guys like that. So it's just not a super great team. Well, there's a bunch of trades that have been going through in this league. And so I was getting a little jelly. That's short for jealous. You jelling? For people who don't. I'm like Magellan. I'm so jelly. <laughs> um, I'm a peanut peanut butter and jealous. Yeah, too far. Um, <laughs> have you watched the, the movie, uh, the interview? With no, Seth, I Seth. haven't seen that yet. It is. So, okay, I'm not a big fan of. Um, James Franco. James Franco and yeah. Seth Rogen. When they're together, all they talk about is smoking, and I can't relate to that. I don't yeah. really get it, you know? And it's Pineapple Express. Pine- yeah, I can't, yeah. didn't get into that, yeah. you know. But the interview is epically is... funny. It's so funny. Huh. Like, you need to watch its stat. Claire and I just watched it again the other day because it's just nonstop right. funny throughout the entire thing. Deal. And usually I'm not a fan of those two guys together. So, yeah. All right, anyway, um, so I was peanut butter and jealous. So I put out there... Everybody's got the trade bug. Nobody wants Matt Stafford's new favorite toy in, uh, in, uh, for his new team, or, you know, his new favorite toy for the Rams, meaning uh, Cup. I'm yeah. trying to get rid of Cup because okay. I should be able to get something for him. So this guy offers me rugs and 4-2 for Cup. It's insulting. Nope. It's, it's insulting. I'm not against rugs. But rugs and four two. Yeah, what are you, you want, doing? You want more than that. So then he goes, Well, I can make it rugs and two twelve. No, no. No. Uh so then he he says, Well, how about two how about rugs and two seconds in twenty twenty two? How about um how about the two twelve and a second in twenty twenty two with rugs for cup? And I'm just like, meh. So I said Who are his other receivers? His? Yeah, he only wants to give up rugs. He, he did not else? have anybody that was a nice fit. Okay. Like he had guys that were either way too good or guys that were just trash. Okay. And none of the guys I usually go for. Like there was no like Brian Edwards, you know, that I really like. You yeah, know, guys like that. So I was just like, Meh, okay. And so I sent him Cup and his 2022 first for. I mean, sorry, rugs and his 2022 first for Cup. That's more like it. And he's like, eh, you wouldn't do it for the two twenty, the 22 seconds? No. I said, no, I think without the first, I'm better just hold on to him. And he goes, ah, oh, screw it. You were here first. And he accepted it. Wow. Because, <laughs> of course, this is a guy who's just coming in new, taking over another orphan, so he's enthusiastic and to trade. People like the pounds so on that's, guys. Yeah. So that's the, the situation. So I ended up getting rid of Cup. And I got a first in 2022, getting a nice early start there. And, and I got, got younger. rugs. Yeah, boy. got a little younger. A little speedster. Because he also said, well, are, are, do you have any interest in, like, what are you looking for? Like, running back? And I said, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not winning this year. So, no, I yeah. don't want running back. <laughs> Good try. Unless you have Dobbins, I don't want running backs. JK. 
And spoiler alert, I'm not even paying up for Dobbins. <laughs> okay, so then he puts out there, he says something. I'm not going to take the time to look it up. He says something like, somebody trade me a tight end or else I have to use my 1-2 on pits. Because his team actually looks pretty good, except it's start two tight end, tight end premium, and his two tight ends are Cameron Brait. Oh, no. And I don't even remember. I don't remember. No, I don't remember who the other one was. It was somebody like Disley-like, you know, somebody like that. I don't remember. It was. But it was it was for sure Cameron Brait and somebody else. Albert O, maybe? It was it was bad. It was bad. So he really wants tight end. And so he says so so I respond, I direct message him and I say, I want one too. Hello. Yeah. (laughs) And I've got a lot well here, I'll just give you the whole let's see, because we had a quite a conversation here. All right, so I said, I want I want one two. I'll give you Janu and Troutman for one two. Now I know that's not enough, but it is two tight ends, and you have to start two, yeah. and they're both appealing young and tight it ends. Gets the trade talk going. And if he was just going to take Pitts anyway, you know, and he says Troutman will be a starter for sure, but neither is as good as Pitts. And I said, well, I offered you both. My thought process was, you get two guys who flash in the NFL as opposed to one rookie. But I don't blame him for not taking it. Mm. I'm going to make that clear. And then I said, how about Troutman and 110 for 1-2? And he said, LOL, you're loaded at tight end. I just had a look. Not for me, that deal. Not not for me, that deal, pal. If I was trading back, it would have to be the 1-5 with something. So I have the 1-5 and the 110. And my team needs it. So I said, okay. And he goes, better than an unproven rookie. I don't know what he means. So I Are said, you hoping Pitts may fall to 1-5 since you got 1-5? Oh, there's no way he'll fall. It's so? tight end premium, and okay. you have to start two. Okay. So I'm not I'm not thinking that. I assume. I know, but I'd rather, if I want to get Pitts, I'd rather lock it up. Right. You lock it up. You lock it up. Um, so I said, I figured Troutman and a guy like Waddle. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> I said, I figured Troutman and then a guy like Waddle would be appealing in exchange for a single pick. Because, you know, at 110, that's the kind of guy you're yeah. getting who's, you know, a top receiver. Mm-hmm. He says, all my wide receivers are set. It's tight ends and maybe another running back. 1-5 and 110 for 1-2? Just spitballing. I said, my yeah. team isn't good enough to sacrifice two first, but I appreciate the thought. Always got to throw that in there. I appreciate mm, the thought. I do it all Thanks the time. for the offer. Thanks for the offer. Appreciate it, my good man. Um, no worries, man. Literally, my team need is tight end. Otherwise, I'd do something. Andrews and one five, and you've got yourself a deal. I said, come on. He says, ha, I know. I said, if you added if you added to one two, I'd move Andrews, even though it would pain me. And he said, what's your need? It ain't tight end. It's like, yeah, dude, I know. Yeah, I have tight ends. I understand. We right? get it. So he says, um, I don't intend to win this year, so I'm more about acquiring players I like. When I look, the, when I look that took the team over, that was my goal to beef up tight end, and you beefed—that's what you did. I beefed up wide receiver. Ha ha! Blah, 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 chat chat chat. <laughs> so I said, I'm not really seeing much that makes sense to add to your one-two for Andrews. Your assets are either too good or not good enough. And he goes second rounder this year, and I said, well, again, that two twelve is really late. That's mm-hmm. the issue because the original offer for Cup, if it was two one. And rugs for cup, I probably would have done it, but two twelve is much different. Right. So, I said, let me look. Um, I said, man, I wish, I wish I saw something that works, but Andrews is too good to give up for that pick. I'll have to ponder it more. And then he says, I would add a second rounder next year as well. So one and two, so 
one and two this year and a second next year. Remember, I already have his first mm-hmm. from the cup deal. Sent you something. I love trading. I countered. So I countered with, because he has 107, 102, and 107. Okay. So I countered with 102 and 107 gets the Andrews. And he's, you know, said something. And then he said he he doesn't like Goddard, otherwise I'd use him in the deal. And I said, well, I love Goddard, so I'm glad we're not talking about that. <laughs> he's off limits anyways. Uh, I said, we might be at a crossroads. And he goes, even with a second this year at well, I'll give you both seconds. So, so he says, all right, I sent you something. I sent one, two, and three second rounders. So two twelve, and then two twenty twenty two seconds. So I text Kurt, and I go, Kurt, here's the situation. I lay out my whole team, rebuilding. Here's the tight ends I have. Would you trade Andrews for a pick that's going to be Pitts, a late second, and then two seconds next year in a rebuilding team, no chance of winning, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah, I think I would. So then I finally look at where he actually sent it because Mm -hmm. I'm thinking I might actually accept this. All the whole time he was talking about Andrews plus one five for one, two, and all those seconds. Why in the world would I do that? You're acting like Andrews is just a bump up to get from five to two. Yeah. No, Andrews is better than that in this format, particularly. Yeah. So I said, wait, you're talking about the one five. We are too far apart. I was just, I was pondering it. Even if you're, even if the side I'm giving you is just Andrews. Yeah. And he says, no worries. It was always with the one five. I said, then we are speaking different languages. Yes. And that was the end of the conversation. Oh, and then, we can end on this, he says, while we've been recording, he says, been doing some reading, LOL, sent you an offer. So now we get to live see what the offer is. What do you think? Is it going to be good? <laughs> I still have a 1-5 in there, I bet. I mean, I'm not trading 1-5. Yeah. I'm not trading 1-5 to get to 1-2. The what, point is I want 1-2 to get pits. What reading plus is he doing? I, I don't know. He must have been researching or something. But that'd be good. Would you agree that one ten was one ten in Troutman for one two decent or no? I mean, it's de- I would. It's not great, it. right? I wouldn't do it, but I mean, if if he would have, if we would have been feeling like we were moving in the right direction, I would have done Janu Troutman in one ten for one two. Yeah, that's a little better. Mm-hmm. I mean, now he's got two guys in theory that are starters. Yeah. I don't know. All right, let's see what he says. <laughs> Sorry for the sniffling. I want to see it. Oh. Wait, I don't know where to find it. Hold on. Roger checking. How do I see? Oh, how do I see the offer? Oh, it's over here. (laughs) Oh, gosh. See, again. 1-5 and Janu for 1-2. So I'm giving up Janu to guarantee that my first is Pitts. Yeah, and you're giving up 1-5. So basically Pitts for 1-5 and Janu. That's not bad. I'm just greedy and I want to have 1-5 still. Yeah. So knowing that I have 1-10 to get a young wide receiver in theory at the end. Mm-hmm. Have you done Janu Troutman 110 yet? No. But I think when we're done recording, I'll send that to him and see what he says. Yeah. Um, because I just, I the quality of 
I, I want to have my pick of the wide receivers. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Or have a chance at one of those quarterbacks. If and maybe like uh, a 2022 third just to... Because that's, that's actually what it comes down... What it really comes down to is if I could add... If I could add Pitts and then get one of the quarterbacks because my quarterbacks after Allen are really at bad, five, that yeah. would actually be ideal. Because those are the two positions hardest to get. Yeah. Forget about wide receiver because I'm pretty young there already. Anyway... Well, it's not horrible. I'm not totally against Janu to move up to guarantee pits, but I want to keep 1-5 because this is a team where I want those two high picks. Janu Troutman, 110, 2022 third. (laughs) Well, now we're getting silly. You know what I should do? I should give him his... I should... Oh, no, wait. 2022. I have his 2022... Second. First. First. Maybe I could just give that back to him in some capacity. <laughs> All right, I'll give you, I'll give you one ten, and your twenty twenty two first back to get Pitts. Actually, that's worse. That's worse. I don't want to give up that twenty two eighty two first. All right, okay. now I'm just talking to myself. All right, should we wrap this up? Let's wrap it up. All right, so Need while a little bow on it, yeah. So while I'm finding, oop, <laughs> uh, while I'm finding the music, you did not say the mystery phrase. Oh, I, everyone's dying to know what it was. Well, everybody else knows what it was. You're, oh, you're the one. Right. Who, I'm you're the one. Who, you're the one who doesn't know what it was. Um, what does it rhyme with? Oh, I turned this the wrong way. This is where the sound comes out of over here. What does it rhyme with? Maybe I'll get it. It rhymes with. Um, Basil Dob. <laughs> what? Um, I was going to try to get you to say something having to do with my COVID test, either nasal swab or oh, spit test. Oh, okay. And I, I admitted when I introduced it that it was a challenge and yeah. that I was really giving myself a challenge because how would that come up organically? Right. But that was, uh, that was what I was going for. Okay. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. But it was exciting to consider the yeah, opportunity. Yeah, it was a good it thought, though. All right, so this has been a fun episode. We've had a couple of very it's been a very exciting, episode. <laughs> exciting moments. We had Kona running away. We had Kurt calling and throwing my phone into a tizzy. Man. We had two drafts to talk about. Very exciting. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This was a lot of fun. Um, thanks for letting us into your ear holes consensually tonight. We invaded them ear holes. Um, and we will see you next week. This is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. And I was Dave. It- it's across the street. Oh, <laughs> uh, we will uh, see you next week. Let's just chalk this day up to a loss. Yeah. So and weird. you know what? We're going to try to do better next week. That's what I was waiting on. Yeah. All right. See and I'll buddy. leave the gate alone. <laughs> yeah. Just don't come in anymore. <laughs> <laughs>